We now come to a very important and joyful occasion for uh, the congregation. We have here the ordination of an elder. You would have heard the edict that was read earlier, or you would have heard it read on a previous occasion. But in August, the Kirk session were of the opinion that it was time to increase the strength of the Kirk session. And the Kirk session were of the mind to appoint Dr. David Chin as an elder. Accordingly, intimation was made, and on the last Lord's Day in August and the 1st in September, the congregation, members and adherents were given the opportunity to cast their vote in favour of Dr. Chin. And accordingly, after the close of the election, it was confirmed that overwhelmingly the congregation were in favour of appointing Dr. Chin as an elder. I'm now going to begin the service of ordination. And I would like to ask if Dr. Chin would come forward and stand. I have one or two questions to put before uh, someone before ordination. <clears throat> Do you believe the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments to be the Word of God and the only rule of faith and manners? Do you sincerely own and declare the confession of faith approved by former General Assemblies of this Church to be the confession of your faith and do you own the doctrine therein contained to be the true doctrine which you will constantly adhere to? Do you own and acknowledge the Presbyterian Church government of this church by Kirk Sessions, Presbyteries, Provincial Synods and General Assemblies to be the only government of this church? And do you engage to submit thereto, concur therewith, and not to endeavour, directly or indirectly, the prejudice of or subversion thereof? Do you believe that the Lord Jesus Christ, as King and Head of the Church, has therein appointed a government in the hands of church officers, distinct from, and not subordinate, in its own province to civil government and that the civil magistrate does not possess or possess jurisdiction or authoritative control over the regulation of the affairs of Christ's church and do you approve of the general principles embodied in the claim declaration and protest adopted by the general assembly of the church of Scotland in 1842, and in the protest of ministers and elders, commissioners from presbyteries to the General Assembly, read in presence of the Royal Commissioner on 18th May 1843, as declaring the views which are sanctioned 
by the Word of God and the standards of this church with respect to the spirituality and freedom of the Church of Christ and our subjection to Him as her only head and to His Word as her only standard. Do you promise to observe uniformity of worship and of the administration of all public ordinances within this church as the same are at present performed and allowed. Finally, do you accept the office of an elder of this congregation and promise through grace, faithfully, diligently and cheerfully to discharge all the duties thereof. And now I'd like to invite you to come up and sign the formula. Let me extend to you the right hand of fellowship and wish you God's blessing. I would now like to ask of the other members of the Kirk session would also come forward and extend the right hand of fellowship to Dr. Chin. No, just the members of the Kirk session. Please be seated. Let us pray. <clears throat> Almighty and ever-blessed God, we thank Thee that the Lord Jesus Christ looks upon His church and that He cares for His church. He is the one who has given His life for His church. And, O Lord, we acknowledge that in time he is the one who gives gifts unto his church. And we thank thee today that thou hast provided for this congregation here another elder to serve. We thank thee for him. And we pray for thy blessing upon Dr. Chin as he begins his labors among us. We pray that he might know the grace of the living God upon him, upon his wife, and upon his family. And we ask, O oh Lord, that as he settles in and becomes familiar with the life of an elder in the Kirk session, that he would be able to contribute and that he would play his part. And that, O oh Lord, he might be exercised by the grace of God. So receive our thanks, we ask, for these good things. Continue, O Lord, to uphold and sustain this congregation. For we acknowledge that Thou art the one who is the great King and Head of Thy Church, of which we as a congregation are part of. Hear our prayers, continue with us. And all we ask is in Jesus' name and for His sake, Amen.
<coughs> before the benediction, just one or two thoughts. I would like to read from Exodus chapter 33 and read one verse, verse 14. Exodus chapter 33, verse 14. And he said, this is the Lord, he said to Moses, and he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. These words were said to Moses, and Moses had a very, very difficult task. It was just after the time when the people of Israel had committed that great sin of the golden calf. And Moses had interceded for them. And Moses was now going to take them into the promised land and lead them, and ultimately, hopefully, take them into the promised land. And Moses wanted God to go with him. He wanted this, and God gave him this promise that his presence would be with him. Now, this promise, this verse, creates somewhat a problem because the Bible does teach us that God is always present everywhere. We cannot run from God. That's what Jonah sought to do, but he couldn't. And none of us can run from God. And therefore, what Moses was asking above all things was that he might know the gracious presence of God. And that's what belongs to all of us who trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. To us, the fact that God is omnipresent is a wonderful encouragement. To the unbeliever, it's a it's a terrible thing to consider that God is always present and sees everything. But for the believer, this is a great source of comfort. And to our brother, as he takes up this role as, a, as an elder, he is to know the Lord's presence with him at all times. It's a reassuring promise. Moses had a very, very difficult task to take around two million people out of Egypt and then to take them towards the promised land in a very difficult environment, extremely difficult. Yet he was promised the Lord's presence. To be an elder is not an easy thing. You'll have trials, you'll have difficulties, you'll know the, the evil one, you'll know the temptations, you'll have the Lord's presence with you always, continually. Therefore, it is a very reassuring promise as you embark upon this new office. It's a reliable promise. No doubt people will congratulate you today and wish you the best, and that's right and fit and proper. But people will forget God does not. God's presence will continue. And you are to seek his presence. You are to seek to know the gracious presence of God in your duties as an elder, 
as a husband and as a father. The Lord has promised, therefore, that he will be with you. And therefore you are to undertake these roles in the assured assurance that he will grant you his presence at all times. And he will enable you to fulfill the role by the grace of God. Thank you.